Hey, Gems. Welcome to another episode of Intimate Conversations with Lady L. I'm your host, LaTanya, and I also go by the name Lady L. I'm an image consultant and the creator of the brand At Her Best Style and the Lady L Experience. Keep in mind that change is never comfortable. You are going to hear sensitive topics within this podcast. Some topics may resonate with your personal life. The topics discussed aren't meant to offend anyone. They are to bring personal healing and growth. In order to heal, you must first accept accountability for your role and be open and willing to hear the truth. Not the filtered truth, but the entire truth. Now understand when you're dealing with the truth, truth sometimes is never easy to accept. But it is the only way to get a breakthrough to your healing. This is why, again, I stress this podcast is for people who are ready for change, for people who are ready to deal with the things that may be holding them back and the sensitive issues we face. You are not alone. We are all dealing with sensitive issues in our own everyday walks. What you're hearing along with these topics, someone else may have encountered or conquered. Life brings so many different situations. We've all had different experiences. We've all acquired different traits from the generations before us. So again, there are a lot of sensitive topics that we will discuss. Just be mindful and don't take anything personally. Don't internalize a lot of the information that you are hearing. If it resonates, recognize the issue and change it for the better. Don't internalize that you take it as a personal attack on you. And if you hear a topic that resonates with you, look at it as God's way of bringing you to this topic so you can deal with it, heal from it, and conquer it. So you are no longer a victim to it and become a conqueror. If you hear any subject matter within this podcast and you start to feel attacked or you feel offended, take a moment to pause the episode and tell yourself, this is not personal and I should not be taking this personally. These are just tools to help me with what's really bothering me. And if the subject is really bothering me, then it is something that I need to be seeking help on. Rather, it be in counseling or talking amongst positive peers and people who can genuinely help me to overcome this. I want my listeners to think of me as a big sister and we are having an intimate conversation because that is exactly what this is. If you and I were sitting in a room across from each other, and you brought me an issue that was pressing on your heart, we will be having a discussion like this so that we can help you get to the bottom of the issue and heal. Again, I'm rooting for you all. Let's get to the episode. Hey, Gems. So I'm really excited about this episode here. I have so much to talk about. And it's one of these episodes where we're going to have a little fun on. But before we dive into it, I want to put a little disclaimer. <clears throat> Your girl has been a little under the weather. I've been dealing with allergies. So if you have listened to the last episode, then you know <sighs> allergies kind of took me down around the Easter um, weekend. And right now I'm just still a little stuffy. So if <laughs> you hear me sound a little muffled, a little stuffy, or I might kind of cough a little bit, I want to apologize in advance. But now I'm just dealing with that part, which is not a bad thing. It's just everything is just trying to get out, you know, and so I'm just letting this just run its course, just like life. We just everything has a process, right? So that's where we are. But 
I'm still happy and grateful that I'm able to even get on the mic. Because once this started, I had no voice. I couldn't even record one of my podcast episodes for last week and I had to delay it a day. So I'm grateful I can jump on here. But we're going to keep going even through the little setbacks and the little difficulties and little adversities. Okay? So just bear with me. Hold on. All right. So I'm trying to get it all out. Okay. So the episode today is going to be titled Adding to Your Joy. And if you follow me on social media, on my Instagram account, I've been putting on a little like some little quotes on my personal page um, most recently and just talking about different things regarding this topic of joy. Also, if you haven't, now would be a good time to go back to my last episode because I talked about one of my pastime joys that recently came into ex- back into existence. And I don't want to give that episode away, but I think it gives you great insight into who I am. And so once you listen to this, if you haven't, go back and listen to that episode and come get back in sync with us, okay? But anyways, I believe that last episode opened the door to some other areas in my life because it allowed me to heal an area and also rediscover an area. I'm going to say that again. Finding one of my pastime joys within the month of April, really, and um, getting sick, it helped me go back down a line and a path where I was able to heal another area in my life, but also able to rediscover something. Isn't that amazing? It's just crazy how things work out. So. On the topic of joy, music is one of the things that brings me great joy. I know, I know. I talk about music all the time. And there's so many different faucets to me when it comes to music. Like, my music knowledge, my love for music, it's rooted and embedded from my father. My dad loves music. My dad used to be um, a musician and growing up in my household, we listened to a lot of music. We listened to eight tracks. We listened to records, vinyls, you know, all of those things, cassette tapes, you name it. We watch um, stories about music legends. We would watch Apollo growing up in my house. We... (laughs) Went to concerts, um, live music, bands. Like, my dad played an instrument, so he played guitar. Like, I was in band as a child. I played clarinet, and I wanted to get into trumpet for a little bit. But, um, of course, I think everybody had a recorder at some point in time, right? If you remember the little recorder. But music was an essential part of my life, you know, It wasn't forced upon me, you know, just because my dad has a musical background, it wasn't a forced thing. My dad wasn't like, oh, you're getting the music. I just grew to love it. And I think also, too, maybe it was the way that he taught it to me. Like, it always came with a lesson. 
I don't know if he tried to do it on purpose, but if you, the way I talk, I get a lot of that from my father. Now we we are totally different. He doesn't do things quite like I do, but like he like loves talking about the things that bring him passion. So that's like a fun attribute that I think that I acquired from him. But music is definitely one of his loves. I remember just putting my dad on YouTube and letting him watch all the things that brought him joy as a child and youth and, you know, like later adult growing up because I was like, dad, all the stuff you used to show me growing up, you know, they have all this stuff on YouTube, right? So when me and my brother kind of got him on YouTube and show him he could watch videos of James Brown performances and all of these Motown legends and all of these different artists and acts that he grew up loving. He was tickled pink. And, you know, like my dad is older. So, of course, there was a little bit of push pull. Anything when I say let's go to the Internet, I'm going to always get a little tussle. Right. That's just dealing with that generation and, you know, the age gap. You know, it's hard for them when it's dealing with technology. They're not as receiving or receptive to it, you know, because for them, it means having to learn something new. And you know how we all are when it comes to change. But at the same time, it's it's not a, as easy thing to learn. And there's so many misconceptions that come with the Internet and, you know, taboo things. So when you have pre conceptions of what you think the internet is and then you trying to go to the internet to learn something it can be a little challenging you know for them to try to learn something new so once we got over that because that was a hard battle to get over and then once I actually showed him I'm like look look what you can do look what I pulled up y'all I had my dad watching verses <laughs> like what I would do is I would the episodes that I thought he enjoyed I saved them to his um laptop so like when the um mm, the elements perform or like the Isley Brothers I save it as a bookmark so he can always go and watch it and listen to like the music that he loves um <clears throat> but you know stuff like that I like watching now because now when I um, I get around him or I listen to him or like I talk to him, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm on YouTube watching some of the oldies. Like he'll get out, do his favorite things. Like now when he's doing his favorite things, he knows how to listen to the music that he wants to look in a different form. And so I love that for him. And so it's keeping one of his joys alive and keeping one of his joys going for him in a different way. And it's opening, you know, you get to see things that you haven't seen before. Because, you know, when you like something and you watch the same thing over and over, but it's nothing like a new experience and you get to experience it a little differently. I love watching that for him. So that's something that we've done. And um, again, sorry. My voice is just going to struggle, but we're going to get through this. I, It brings me joy watching that that brings him joy. So it was worth the struggle <laughs> to get him um, acclimated with that. And, you know, we had to do things, like I said, to make it easier for him. So, like, 
I bookmarked some of his favorite ones or I bookmarked ones that I thought that he would like so that would make it easier. And you know, it'll also bring up um, a search where they'll recommend videos based upon what he's watching. So he's been able to explore it then. But now, I mean, this ain't recently, y'all. This is like probably like a little bit. We were working on this before the pandemic, but with pandemic versus came in, so we added in the versus ones. But now he just go in there and do 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 do, type what he want, <laughs> pull it up. He going back to all his Motown legends, you know. So it's just so fun. I'll be like, Dad, what you listening to today? Listen to some miracles. Mm-hmm. Listen to this coming house. Hear the the classic music. And I love it. And it makes him just feel more upbeat and joyful in his days and just do things. And, you know, kind of like, you know how you used to like clean and listen to your music? Kind of like those things, you know, like sit back, listen to some stuff. You know, like whatever just brings a smile to your face. So. Music for me does the same thing. There are certain songs that just light me up with joy and I can literally just get in my zone. I can put my headphones in my head and like in my ear. Like I still love the old headphones that just cover your ear. You know, um, I can be at home. I can turn up some music, whether it be on the laptop, where it be on my notebook, my phone or wherever I have my outlets. Cause I have several outlets for music, um, my speakers, TV, whatever. I like being in my little zone of just listening to what I want to listen to. You know, I'll pop in on things and see what everybody, you know, see what other people are doing or what they're playing and listening. But it's nothing like my own playlist. There's nothing like my own set. There's nothing like my own vibe. Right. And I want to go a little bit deeper with that in um, just a little bit. But growing up, music was something I was so passionate about that I just wanted to learn as much as I could about it. I wanted to learn everything I could um, from the lyrics. I would explore lyrics and songs. I actually had a lyric book. And I'm probably not the only one who's done that. Like, literally just write the lyrics out in songs. That used to be so fun to me. But back then, there were cassette tapes. And so you would have to stop the cassette tape, rewind it, in order, you know, to go back to get the part that you missed pause it those were fun times you know now you can go to the computer you can write in a song and in the search bar and the song the artist and all the lyrics come up now sometimes the lyrics aren't perfect you know you can go to multiple sites to try to compare and see you know are the lyrics right <clears throat> reason i like exploring lyrics sometimes is because a lot of times we're singing songs and what you think you're hearing is not even accurate. There are songs that I've probably written lyrics out to. And when I've gone back online and actually Google the lyrics, they don't match. <laughs> it's something totally, totally different, which kind of recently just happened in a situation. Um, I was joking online about Ari Lennox. I love me some Ari Lennox, y'all. Like she's a vibe to me. Like I could sit down. And actually have a conversation with Ari. Like, I just think if she was around my way, we would be homegirls and we would be vibing. Because our minds are literally like the same. Every time she t- 
talks in the interview, she makes me laugh in a good way because I'm like, she's so sassy. And that's like so me. <laughs> and like, it's that conversation that will probably throw somebody off. But it's it's cute. Like, she's not being mean, but it's just very direct and stern, but in a cute way. Like, I don't know. I can't explain it the way I want to, but our vibes really, really are in line with each other. So, one day, <laughs> by chance, I was on Instagram and a video surfaced of her singing this song called Hoodie, which was crazy because I love this song on her new album. And I remember driving one day and listening to the song and I was like, wait a minute. I thought this song meant something else. Okay. So I listened to it again and I'm like, wait a minute. Now I'm thrown off. Cause the whole time I've been listening to this song at home or, you know, like on the go or, you know, sometimes when I'm out shopping, I might put my earbuds in and I'll be listening. And I'm like, now in the car, I'm getting a different vibe. Am I tripping or what? So I was hearing things that I had never heard before in the song. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. I'm like, you know what? This would be so crazy if I thought the song was really about one thing, but it's really about something else. Like I was starting to feel a moment of like shame and nobody know it now. It's just me, you know, and my radio, but I was about to feel shame and embarrassed. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't mess up the song. I didn't totally misinterpret this song. Oh my G. So fast forward. So here we are on this day and all of a sudden that song pops up. And so I'm watching her performance. I'm watching it for two reasons. One, I never saw her perform the song and I was shocked that it came up and she looked so gorgeous. And I was like, oh my God, she's performing my song. Okay. And she did it so well. She sounds one, just like the CD and the record. And I was like, girl talent i got to see you live you sound like the actual record right so i'm really impressed by her, her talent even more and so as she's singing this song i'm thinking going back to my car i'm like hmm i really think i got this song wrong like now that i'm seeing her performing and listening and so I was looking in the comments to see if anybody else was going to ask or like asking, you know, like I thought someone would write what the song was about or, you know, or, you know, just how you feel about the song. Most people were commenting about how her voice sound, you know, she sound amazing. And that was their favorite song, too. So here I am, you know, I got to be a little different. <clears throat> so I said, Ari, well, I probably didn't say Ari, but. You can go on my page and see it. I said, I just got to ask, what is this song actually referring to? Because I think I know, but I'm not sure. And to my surprise, you know, like I thought somebody else, even you know, I wasn't looking for her to chime back. I was looking for her fans, anybody in the comments to chime back to help a sister out. Let me know what we talking about because I want to be on the same page, you know, like with this song. So Ari actually responded first or her team. 
And I was like, she was like, the song. If you can hear like the way she talked in her Ari language, she was like, the song is actually referring to a, a sweatshirt. <laughs> I laughed because I was like, so it is an actual shirt. Because when the song first starts off, you think it's about an actual, like, the sweatshirt, the hoodie sweatshirt, if you ever wore a sweatshirt with a hood on it, right? So I was like, I thought so. And then other people started chiming in. And people were like, you know what? I can't even front. I wasn't sure what the song was referring to either. When I listened to it, this one girl said, I thought it was about the sweatshirt too. But then after I was listening to it one day, I said, maybe it's referring to a, the other hoodie. That's what this other young lady said. So when she said it, another girl jumped in and then another person. And it became like a whole conversation thread, y'all. Like I was laughing because I'm like, cool, I'm not the only one feeling this way. And so Ari started talking back in the conversation with everybody. She was like, it was funny because she was like, oh, y'all, y'all freaky. You know, like your mind, our mindset was just wondering when it like, why y'all think it's so freaky on this song? This is not a freaky song. <laughs> she was like, it's really, really just about a T-shirt. You know, like it was so well, sweatshirt. It was so funny. And we was like, but Ari, come on now. Like the vibe of the song and then, like, the lyrics at the end, like, if you ever heard the song, she starts saying, can I twerk on this hoodie, pop this thing on this hoodie, you know, like, kind of doing all kind of dance moves. So, but the way she says it, and melodically and just lyrically, you just, that's when you be like, ooh, maybe. I got the context of the song wrong. But it's so dope the way they did that concept. But it led to a funny conversation. Like I met some beautiful women on that conversation thread and we were able to go back and forth and just laugh and embrace that moment in something that just bonded us. And so I always held that conversation near to my heart and I was like, okay, I kind of want to say this. But then I decided this week, I said, you know, I'm going to share this conversation because it was a cute bonding moment. I got to see another side of Ari and she was dope. And how she handled the situation. And we all got to laugh. And I thought it was a cute way for her to see how her audience was feeling about the song itself. You know? And um, <laughs> we were telling her, girl, you might as well do a remix. You know? <laughs> like, if everybody thinking the song is about one thing, that's an open door for a remix. You know? Hey, girl. I mean, didn't Beyonce do a remix to um, Cuff It? I'm just saying. Hmm. But, and this conversation came before the Cuff It remix, y'all, and for it, all of that. But, hey, hey, girl, you might got two different lanes on one song. Ain't that crazy how one song can open up two different lanes? One thing. So you can have the PG version, and then you can have the X-rated version for those inquiring minds. I just gave you some free game, okay? But, anywho, that was such an experience and it was so funny I just had to share it um for you <laughs> but so if you are a fan of Ari and you've ever listened to Hoodie I'm just here to break the news to you that song is about the sweatshirt a hoodie okay 
And if you haven't listened to it, go check the song out and see how you feel. Even though now you know what it's about when you listen to it, let us know. Like, did it lead you astray too? Like, let's talk about it. I'll put a question up and you guys can respond back on my Spotify page with your answer to that. Okay. So anyways, jumping back to the other side of music. I have my little vibes and things that I like to listen to. And um, at different various moods, I might be in the mood for different genres of music, you know. And I might be feeling R&B one day. I might want to go into my 80s bag. I might want to go in my 90s bag. Now, I will say most of the time I'm probably in the 90s bag because... Hey, a girl just love her 90s R&B. But just because I love 90s R&B, it doesn't mean I'm all the, I'm there all the time. And then certain different vibes strike different inspiration in me. Like when I'm in my creative vibe, I might not be in my 90s R&B bag, okay? So I might go for like a different vibe. So here's the offset with that. And let's talk about boundaries just a little bit. So it's publicly open as I am when it comes to music. I will talk about music with you all day long. I love music. Um, I do have certain aspects to me when it comes to music that is very private, you know, that I like to keep near and dear to my heart. So a lot of times people want to know, like, what's on my playlist? What am I listening to? And, you know, I get it. There's nothing wrong, you know, like with that. And, you know, just inquiring, well, I want to know what you're listening to. Or I want to share in what you're listening to. That's cool. But sometimes there be things I'm listening to, not saying like there's graphic stuff I'm listening to, nothing like that. But you ever wanted to just be in a vibe that you wanted to be in your own zone, that you didn't want everybody in the zone with you, just kind of like you want to steal away from the noise for a second. And, you know... I'm going to come back out and I'm going to play with y'all. But just for a second, I need to be over here in my zone away from the noise. And I just kind of like if everybody else is on this vibe right now, I might want to be on this vibe. So if everybody else is listening to rock right now, I might want to steal away and I might want to listen to, so let's say, some John B. And I could be heavy on my John B right now, right? And nobody will supposedly, let's put it this, nobody's supposed to know I'm heavy in my John B. bag right now. But then I might walk into a situation and someone has discovered that I've been heavy in my John B. bag. And so now there's like, well, guess what? We're going to surprise her with some John B. And I'm like, oh. you're not supposed to know I'm in my John B. bag right now. That's like a little intimate keyword intimate moment i just wanted to steal away and just listen to something that everybody ain't listening to right now but i thank you for the kind gesture it is very sweet but now i feel a little just a little just a little exposed just a little bit because it was kind of like i ain't shared that you know (laughs) so I get like that sometimes. I don't know about you, but, you know, I want you to know that I'm, I'll share things. And y'all should know from my podcast, I share a lot. 
I share a lot and I am going to be learning. So I will be setting some boundaries, you know, with certain things, you know, as much as I share, I also want you guys to respect my privacy too on the things that I choose not to share. Cause I would do the same thing with you. If there's something you brought to me or you, something you got going on, I have to respect your privacy, you know, on that, because I think as creatives, it's hard for us to, cause we're such open books. Um, and a lot of people are viewing our lives from a different aspect and perspective. And so they think they that leads them to be all-knowing in everything that we do. Well, not so much. You can't be private, you can't be privy, shall I say, to all things that are going on in my life. So as, as much as I'll share music with you, give me my moment sometimes. Just to have a little something for me. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. And, you know, and I may share it at a later time. I just may not be ready to share that with you right now. You know, like, let me get through my moment. It might be helping me with something. Sometimes I can't show up creatively when I feel like um, I can't get centered in what's inspiring me or striking me with inspiration and that's why it's so important to create an environment where I can still away and get inspired so that I can show up for you creatively and consistently and so whenever it's infiltrated like so if someone's trying to like let's say if I was in a room being creative and someone knocks on the door and come in and then they're like oh okay well she's listening to this so let's go over here and surprise her with this that kind of takes me out of my little creative box a little bit. And now I'm searching for another means or source of inspiration. Like, so now let's say if I was listening to John B and now everybody knows I'm listening to John B and everybody jumps on the John B wagon. So now I'm trying to search for something else that's just mine for the second. You know what I mean? Because we all need that at times, if you admit. Sometimes you just need something for you. That no one else has their hands on. No one else is looking at, focusing on. You just you just need something for you. It's like having that little me time in a day. You know, just something. So that's how I feel when it comes to music sometimes. I'll talk like, I'm going to talk about it all the time. I'll, I'll list songs. And this is a lesson I learned in the pandemic. Because you got to remember, your girl was healing. I was in my healing season during the pandemic. I'm now on the other side. I've healed. So these are lessons I learned. Because <laughs> I would share my like songs all the time. Like if it's something that I, I liked and I wanted to listen to it, I'd be like, oh, y'all ain't heard this song in a long time. It might have popped up for me and I might share it. But then sometimes the song would end up getting overplayed. You know, and that's good for the artist. I ain't thinking about that i'm not taking no money at the artist like i love that part of it for the artist but what i'm saying like i would show up sometimes in different places and i'm like everybody knows everything about every song i like and i didn't realize that but then i was in such a healing moment that you know i, I was like oh maybe i like overshare just a little bit because i don't know i you know i just wasn't thinking you know like i would share the song but i didn't think the song would become maybe like a reoccurrence. And I don't want anybody to feel bad on this or anything. Like if you know of a song that I like that I share in the pandemic, it's totally fine. You don't have to stop playing or anything. That's not what I'm saying. Like those, those are fine. Those are moments now. So like when I come in, I hear it. 
those are moments and they're and i love them but and i like hearing the songs so don't stop i just now learn things now too with the process and going for it with my joy like knowing that music is one of the essential parts that bring me joy i've learned how to set my boundaries with it so that i can still find joy in the music Ooh, mm, mm, mm. that's a word you got that okay I had to learn how to find and set boundaries with even my music and listening and how I like utilizing music so that it can still add to my joy. Okay. And I learned that. So emphasis on, I will say again, I'll show up. I'm going to share songs with you, but then if you find out that there's something else that I might be listening to and I haven't shared it yet, let's put it that way. Like if there's a new sound or anything I might be vibing to, if I haven't shared it on my page yet, don't be, don't go share it. Don't go share it with the masses because I might, that might be just my little zone. That might be something I just like for me. And I ain't ready to share it yet. Don't mean I won't share it. I'm saying give me the opportunity to share it. It's just like your story. We all have our own individual stories. And I think sometimes other people want to tell our stories for us sometimes, you know. And we're going to talk more about stuff like that, you know. Some people want to tell your story from a good good place and then a bad place. Or it depends on how they're feeling about you. Basically, it feels depending on the posture of their heart is how they want to tell your story. But I want people to start owning their story and get more involved into the plot of this story because we all have an amazing story. Some stories are going to be different, but I want to help you get more comfortable in sharing your own story. It's the same thing as working with artists in this intimate showcase that I'm going to be doing soon that I keep talking about um, that we're marketing because I want the artists in that room to feel comfortable telling their story and explaining their artistry and their work. That's the beauty of of listening to someone else share their experience of their own experience. You know, a lot of times we're viewing people experience from our own perspectives. And that's why there's so many opinions all the time. You ever heard some, you know, even with celebrities, I know you guys get it all the time. People have some, the public opinion. You share one thing and it's like, multitudes of opinions on your life and people are not walking your life they've seen a snippet of it and they think they know everything and then they're saying this about you and that and you have to sit and read all these untruths about you all day long that aren't true you know kind of want to change that narrative not only with public figures but in our own everyday lives with individuals too that's where gossiping starts you know people start gossiping from their perspective of how they, you know, dealt with you. You got to experience people on your own. And really, when you experience someone on your own, you get to understand their story. You get to see it unfold. You get to see like where someone else might have presented it as gossip or like something bad about someone. There is a story attached to that. There may be triumph attached to that. There may be something they conquer attached to that, but you're missing the best part of the story because you're trying to get the dirt or what you perceive as dirt. The lowest part of your struggle is always going to end up being the most significant part 
of your comeback, of your story. You see how all that works together? Amazing. So, I know I got a little off topic, but you know. (laughs) I just want us to, as I'm sharing my joy with music, let's all respect each other's boundaries, you know. So, that's something that you're learning about me. So, I'm going to say this again because I know I got off topic. If you discover, because I know some of y'all like to go exploring like you're searching for gold. (laughs) If you find out something like, you know, like I might be enjoying or something. If I haven't shared it yet, let me share it. It's almost like when people get in new relationships or, you know, like they move or any, you know, anything new. Let's people get in the habit of sharing their newness. You remember when people would get pregnant and other people would like announce other people pregnancies for them? That's the beauty. Let you know, let them announce it because they might want to do a photo shoot. They might want to do it in a, a quick, cute way. That's the beauty in telling your story. You get to decide how you want to share your great news, your good news. Woo. You get to decide how you want to share your good news with people. If you want to be, if you would like someone else to do the same and issue that same respect, do that for someone else. When it's your time to share your good news, we're going to let you share your good news. So let somebody else share their good news the way they want to. Okay? So that's all I ask. So let's bring it home as we got something else to talk about. So with music, you guys are learning music is one of my joys. And I will share with you songs. I will share with you different things. Like I share with you this Ari Lennox experience. I'll share things with you. But if you discover something and I haven't shared, you can always come to me on the back channel. You know, send me a DM. Send me a message privately if you want to know something or ask something before then. Because you just never know. And just let me share it in my time, you know. So if I'm talking about 90s R&B and I share that with you, go on all the way do that. If I'm listening to a new sound, shh, don't you tell nobody I'm listening to a new sound until I get ready to share it with you. I'll share it, but you'll let me share it. Let me just finish getting all the joy and the oohs and the eyes first, okay? All right. <laughs> So anyways, um, let's talk about adding joy in another form. My grandmother, which is the mother to my father, she is 90 years old. But one thing about my grandmother is growing up, anything music I love, she always nurtured. So if I said, Grandma. I really like Brandy right now. Like one time I was just on Brandy hard. Like the singer, R&B song, Brandy. I loved her music. When her first album came out, I loved it. I loved the second. I love all her albums. And so anytime my grandma would find anything on this artist, like she come across a news clipping article, a magazine cover, whatever it was, she would send it to me in the mail. I would get all kind of little surprises from her. I'll be like, she sent me this article. And she asked, she's like, did you get that? She just always wanted to fuel and nurture the thing that brought me joy or whatever I was 
um, seeking interest in at that time. And I always thought that was so cool when it came to her, not only just in music, but in other aspects of my life. Like even when I got into fashion and started doing New York Fashion Week, I noticed things with my family in Chicago, which they pay attention to that I wasn't even aware that they paid attention to. But they're like, okay, Tanya, what you going to do What you going to do with this? What you going to do with your family? They, they, I was looking for more of my excitement on my other side of my family versus the other side. Like, it was weird. Like, my mom's side of the family is closest to me, right? I'm around them all the time. So they see me going and, you know, they they see the goings and everything that I got going on. I thought I would hear more from it on that side than the opposite side. But it was so dope because it was like, oh, what you got going on, girl? What's this and this? And, and like, I noticed that that's just like, that's just my father's side of the family. They are so loving, so nurturing. Not saying my mom's side isn't her. Let me put that disclaimer. My mom's side is definitely loving. But it's like. They're so opposite in the way they do things. It's so cute though. And but I can have a different type of conversation on my dad's side than on my mom's side. And they like even when I took a break for a second from it, they're like, Okay, so what are you doing? Or where are you going back? Or what you doing with this and we seeing this and they're so about education on that side. And like not where it's a forced education, but what I like about it is like if you're interested in anything they're like, they're the ones who are going to be like, okay, okay, I see that for you. Now what you want, you know, like make you feel great about what it is that you're doing and what you, you seek an interest that they're good at seeking an interest in what seeks you, what brings you an interest basically. And, you know, as a child, I never really understood it or paid attention to it but as an adult and you get older and I'm like that's so dope and I I see more of my father and see where that comes from and so like even that's why I talk about my Chi-Town roots so much it's just Chi-Town is just a vibe and my heart even though you might grown up in one place there's always some place that has your heart and I I'll be the first to tell you Chi-Town has my heart because even though my body might have lived in a different state and city, that the heart of the heart of me just is so in alignment with Chicago and the rhythm and the beat there. And um, I'm always going to make sure I'm there. Like I tell my cousins, I tell my god sister and, you know, and, and my family, I'm like, I might live down here, but I'm still, I'm still Chi-Town. I'm still this and I make it very known. And it's just funny. They like, yes, girl, you still <laughs> ain't nothing changed. You still down. You still winning us. And I love it. But um, I don't know. <laughs> just getting a little nostalgic on y'all just a little bit. But I love that aspect about my family and my grandma. And I don't know if some of you guys had that growing up and not. And this is not about a comparison. So don't. Anybody feel bad if you didn't have that? I'm just sharing part of my journey with you. That's all. But music is just one of those things that I I find joy in. And I think it's so dope as to how my family has been able to add to my joy of music. And we've been able to do that for each other. Like I said, my seed was planted from my father. 
So I'm able to make sure I keep nurturing and adding to his joy of music and how he loves it and show it for him in that area. And my family in return, they show up for me in that area, knowing that I love music. That's why I go into concerts was so like essential part of my upbringing. Whereas I would be around people who I call friends and they would make fun. They would always have something smart to say or snarky to say or be like, well, I would never go to a concert. I would never spend a a, a dime on a concert ticket. You know, like I see it all that, y'all, all the remarks. It didn't bother me. That never in my life made me feel bad. Honest, honest to God. And the reason is, is because I knew that they didn't understand what music meant to me. That was the one thing I could always separate in life for some reason. I never felt bad, no matter how much they said it. And it's, I got it a lot. But it never dawned on me that, girl, you need to find your tribe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I still hung out with them, even though we had different interests and stuff like that. And, I mean, the other stuff, I didn't care about. You know, like, we can go hang out. We can go do this. If you didn't enjoy music, I kind of just felt like, just hush. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like it the way I do, then just hush. I never forced it on anyone. I never forced anyone to come to a concert. I actually became known as the person who would go to concerts by herself. And I enjoyed it by myself because no one could rain on my parade. Going to a concert by myself was like the most peace I got. It was a form of self-care, even though that wasn't a word back then. But... I felt in my zone and I had fun and I would come back and tell the story. Now, when I come back and tell the story, you know, they had their own opinions on it or whatever, how they feel. Because, again, music was my happy place. Concerts were my happy place. That wasn't for them. But I always was the friend who always tried to figure out, well, what do you like? Even though they didn't operate like that. And this is, again, disclaimer. I'm not saying be like me. But... I I just kind of was like the one who, well, let me figure out what you like. And I'll go with you on the things that you like. And I always showed up as that type of friend. Like, you say you got an interest in that? Okay, yeah, I'll go with you. I, but I had I know I had an interest in music. I never asked anyone to go with me to a concert or show. I never asked anyone to watch an event or do any things. I just stilled away and went to my little peaceful place and did the things I like like whether it be in my room listening to music if you were in the dorms with me in college then you know I had a my radio I had my speakers I had my headphones I'll find a way to listen to the things my music and listen to things that I like away from the crowd all the time and I would go to concerts without people all the time (laughs) you know so it's funny to have these conversations now and if those are listening Looking back and listening to it now, it might make sense to them now. But I never was afraid to show up as myself like that, you know. But discernment will help you understand. I'm like, we just weren't on the same page with that. They just didn't value it the way that I did. And I don't expect for them to place a certain significant of importance and value on it because that wasn't an area that brought them joy. You know, not saying they didn't like music and stuff. Sometimes we get together and we watch music videos and we talk, we know, we we dance and, you know, stuff like that. But again, it didn't bring them the joy that it brought me. That was my happy place. So when, of course, when we would talk about it, yeah, I'd be happy because I'm like, oh, is this something that I'm interested in? Whatever, you know, 
it wouldn't go to the links of, you know, like how I probably would love it. You know, like I can get in groups online now and find environments and I'm like, oh, they listen to music like I love. This is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, like my zone, you know, <laughs> they it's different to say now. So I'm happy for that. OK. Sorry, y'all. I, I kind of went around the mulberry bush on this episode a little bit only because I'm still trying to weather this cold and I'm stuffy. So when I get like that, I kind of talk like I get I can I talk a lot, but I'm trying to talk so that I don't have too many pauses where I can't really like breathe because I can't breathe out my nose right now. OK, so just trying to keep the conversation afloat, but I wanted to make sure I hit my points before I couldn't speak to you no more, you know, something. So, oh no, we'll find our rhythm in the next episode. Hopefully this has been clear up a little bit more and we can be a little bit more at ease. But ultimately, I hope you learned some things about me. I hope you learn a little bit more about me when it comes to music, why I love music. And you'll constantly learn more about that because there's so much to me with that. But um, you learn about boundaries with music you know like I said I'm an open book with music but all I ask is you to allow me to share things with you too you know what I mean like there's a time and a place for everything too so like I might be learning something that I might want to share with you but I might be still in the learning season so let me learn it and then once I learn it I'll share it you know it could be that um because with life, we're always growing in the area and we're always learning in the area, too. So that's all I ask when it comes to that. Just respect my privacy on something. And even with my personal life, allow me to share things with you, you know. Um, you know, like with, in, with the Internet, so much is out there. Just allow let me share it who says we want you know sometimes we find out things and we think people holding on to secrets and all kind of stuff not necessary sometimes we're going through things you know even in life people may be going through something that they want to share like I use I'm not pregnant by the way y'all <laughs> disclaimer on that but I look at that I'm it's a good example to use because so many women I see sometimes don't get to share in that because someone's like, especially celebrity-wise, people be watching their bumps and wanting to report so much that they don't get to share their good news. There's so much good news to share in this world, but allow people to share it. People want to take somebody news and, and it's good and you want to flip it and make it look like something bad news, you know? Like, let's stop that. Stop that. We all can use some good news sometimes. So, and I say... Practice the same lesson for yourself when it comes to privacy and especially dealing with social media and the Internet and stuff right now. Give yourself grace on that. Give others grace. And we're all learning. I shared the story with my dad with you guys, how we had to go through a learning curve to teach him how to use technology and you and use YouTube to sharing one of his joys. You know, I mean, I'm quite sure the YouTube platform was built. So that people can use it as a sense of enjoyment, right? Cool. So, you know, you have a lot of younger audience on the platform. So, allow us to help 
bring other people on the platform, you know, it's going to be a learning curve. So I'm bringing the older generation to it. You know, we, what I'm trying to say is we can all help each other with things. You know, if you have something that you're doing, I can help you. You can help me. It's all on the approach. It's all on how we show up for each other too. You know, that's why it's so good to just kind of learn people for yourselves. Y'all, we have to experience people for ourselves um, you can learn, but so much about a person from afar and just watching them, you know, that's why I just love learning people for myself. I can't say it enough. <laughs> okay. But that's all next episode. I can't wait to share with you because I kind of shared a post this week and we talked about, you know, I share when I told you at the beginning of this um, podcast, that I healed something and then I discovered something. Well, an area that I was able to heal um, during the pandemic was my interactions with dealing with people who were emotionally unavailable. And it really hurt me in a lot of ways in life. And I had to, that was a lot of part of my healing that no one knew that I had to heal through. Um, we saw me going through the grieving cycle, but on the other side, I was healing. But Again, when you're healing, some things you don't talk about until you're ready. And and now I'm ready to have that conversation. And I've been having that conversation this week and it's been so beautiful. And so we're going to talk about that in the next episode because I feel like that can help someone else. And I want to share with you what I learned and um, about myself and just um, ordeals, you know, in the past, not anything specifically, but just want to help someone. And if you are a person who's not comfortable with your emotions, we're going to talk more about that on the episode and how that helped and how we can bridge the gap between the two. So I'm going to end it there for it cuts me off. And I want you to stay connected with me, grow with me. I'm on social media right now. You can find me on Instagram at, at her best, my personal page. You can find me at, at her best style on my personal development page. We talk about self-discovery or the Lady L experience where we talk about artist development, okay? So I will see you guys on the next episode and answer the question. Let me know how you feel about that Ari Lennox song, Hoodie. And if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Show us some love. See y'all.